Hey everybody, welcome back to the Anime Summon Newscast. It's your host for the most, Sam the Bomb, the Turkey Tom. And I'm your favorite from Taku from Anime Summit. And I am bringing you the news. It is August 9th, 2019. And I'm doing good, man. Summer, you know what? I kind of like, <laughs> it's already like, I already feel like it's halfway through August or almost halfway. And I'm just like, man. What did my summer go, foo? She need my summer back. Except it was fucking hot as balls last week. This week wasn't so bad. Last week was pretty bad. But yeah, it's hot as balls. It's human shit. I was talking to some homies today, and they were showing pictures of like their their tan lines and freckles and shit. And and uh, young Trey, I call him Young Trey. He knows who he is, Young Trey. Or in our Discord, he's my little Nick. Can't be this cute. He works outside all the time. So he was like wearing shorts and like steel toe boots, you know. And he's got just this huge dark his whole like top of the knee to his the top of his the bottom of his shin is just like brown and the rest of him is just like pale as shit. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> like, oh man. Shout out to all the homies who work outside. Seriously. Out of all the people in A R A N, he works outside too. All you homies that work outside, shout out to all y'all. You guys are the MVP. Anyway, I have a lot of movie and comic news and video game stuff. And I have a lot of like upcoming anime hype stuff as well. And uh, yeah, and then in between, we'll take a break. Before we get to the anime stuff, we'll take a break and, and we'll do it up. Yeah, just like how we do every week. All right, here we go. Let's start off with the right stuff sale. Um, I honestly don't really care because it's a one piece thing. It's all about one piece. So nobody's listening, nobody cares. Okay, one piece is dumb. <laughs> I just I just triggered so many people. No, like one piece is okay. One piece is pretty hype. It just like I don't know, it's one of those things for me where it's like, come on, just stop. Just move on. Let's go to something else. Let's 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 be done here, you know. But anyway, <laughs> Evo was this past weekend, and I watched I watched some of it live. Um, I caught some Street Fighter. I caught some Dragon Ball, and I caught the the finals of uh, Mortal Kombat 11. Um, honestly, dude, this year was pretty hype. It was it, they did say that like the new the new final game was going to be Smash Ultimate, which it was. Um, if I had to say what was the most hype this year, it would probably be Tekken Seven or Smash. For sure. And Dragon Ball Fighters was also really, really hype this year as well. And they also had a Samurai Showdown tournament, which was awesome. And Under Night and Birth, Soul Cal uh, 6. And that's pretty cool. So, like, congrats to all the winners. I'm going to go through them real quick just because I think these guys deserve some recognition. They're super talented esports players. And, yeah, I want to try and work in more esports news. Honestly, um, I should probably get into Overwatch League <laughs> like a little more, but yeah, no, these guys gave it their all. They're awesome. Uh, Leonardo Lopez or MK Leo, he's from Mexico, and he won the Smash Brothers Ultimate Tournament. Then there was uh, Arslan Sadiq or Arslan Ash. He was from Pakistan, and he won Tekken Seven. Masato Takahashi or Red Bull Bonchan, you know him as Bonchan. He won. Uh, Street Fighter Five Arcade Edition. Oscar James from the U.S. or Shinku won Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. Dominique or Sonic Fox, as you know him, won MK11. Shout out to my man Sonic Fox. I love him. He's great. Uh, Infiltration or Sian Wu Lee, he won Samurai Showdown as Genjiro, which is pretty cool. Um, first Samurai Showdown uh, tournament. It's pretty uh, pretty awesome. Dragon Ball Fighters, my God, the the rematch between Goichi and Sonic Fox, Go One and Sonic Fox. Um, last year, Sonic Fox won it, and th- this year they finally met at the at the very end for a rematch. And Goichi ended up pulling through and just killing it. He he adapted and survived, and Sonic Fox wasn't even like disappointed or mad. He was like smiling. He he noticed Goichi started crying right away, so he lifted him up and raised his hand to to face the audience. And he's just like 
he's fucking full on bawling, and Sonic Fox is like patting his back, like raising his arm up. It was a great esports moment. It really was like it was awesome sportsmanship, fucking dope. Yeah, so shout out to Goichi uh, for winning Dragon Ball Fighters uh, from Japan. Masaru Higuchi from Japan won Under Night and Berthix Late ST, and Yuta Sudo or Yutodo won Soul Cal Six. So that's pretty friggin' cool, man. That's pretty cool. I, I was really hype about that. The stuff that they revealed, though, was also even more hype. Um, they had already revealed, you know, E Honda Poison and uh, Lucia from for Street Fighter Five DLC characters. Um, after the finals for Undernight and Birthy XE Late ST, uh, French Bread, the game director of of the company French Bread. Uh, Kamone Sadizawa took the stage to announce the ver- newest version of the game, Under Night and Birth EXE Late CLR, um, alongside the new character, Alondra Kiata Light. And it's they're slated for 2020, is what I hear. After Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle ended, Arc System Works revealed a major update to the game and revealed four out of nine new characters, including Yumi from Senran Kagura, Akatsuki, from Blitz Ta- Akatsuki and Blitz Tank from Akatsuki Blitz Kampf, and Neapolitan from RWBY or Ruby. And they also revealed Leroy Smith from Tekken 7, who's, oh my god, dude. He looks bad fucking ass, dude. He looks so sick. Leroy Smith, dude. He's like this huge African-American gentleman in like a Chinese like wushu outfit with glasses and like these long dreadlocks. And he's just like this big dude. And he just looks super cool. His trailer was super sick. It was awesome. Just friggin dope dude anyway tekken 7 and smash ultimate and dragon ball fighters and mk11 i believe were the most hype uh street fighter 5 is whatever now i mean eh, i don't really care but yeah that was evo so congrats to you guys and that's fucking dope hope you guys uh go on and win more tournaments get more points get, get those tourney points get those tourney points g anyway let's get into the the non-anime news and then we'll take a break and get into the anime news shall we Disney will bundle Hulu, ESPN Plus, and Disney Plus for twelve ninety nine. That is still cheaper than Netflix. Like if you, like I think Netflix actually is twelve ninety nine also. But if you do like the multi device thing, like if you're putting it on, you know what I mean. I think you have to pay more and things like that. And even then, I think it's still more because didn't they just raise the price? I don't remember. But um, oh no, right here it says it right here. It will cost the same amount as Netflix standard U.S. plan. That's also about $5 less than you'd pay every month if you signed up for each of the three separate subscriptions. So let me say that again. Disney will bundle Hulu, ESPN Plus, and Disney Plus for $13. Like, if I already wasn't hype about Disney Plus, that is pretty hype. Like, because I already use Hulu right now. My fear with that is I wonder if that's going to change the kind of content that Hulu puts on. Because right now I'm watching a bunch of, like, the seasonal anime on there. Maybe it won't. I mean, maybe it's just a peer partnership thing. I don't really. It doesn't really go into detail how much, but Disney Plus by itself would be six ninety nine. So, I mean, if you're already paying for Hulu right now, and you planned on getting Disney Plus, and just you know go, go for uh, this thing. You know what I mean? So, there's not that much detail other than that, though. So, but yeah, freaking. Uh, Indivisible finally got a release date. I'm so hyped for this game. Uh, it's going to be coming to PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC on October 8th. If you don't know what Indivisible is, it is the next game by Lab Zero. Lab Zero are the people who do Skullgirls. So basically what it is is like an action platformer RPG. So like you... It's a platformer, and then you can get into battles, and the battles are kind of like um, real-time Final Fantasy VII, turn-based real-time, kind of like like if you ever play Chrono Trigger or Final Fantasy VII, the battles are kind of like that. But you can also fight enemies like on the platform while solving puzzles to get to new parts and stuff. It's kind of Metroidvania-esque in that sense. But like you can fight enemies and just like fight them right there if you don't get into a battle with them also, I think. But yeah, it, it's it's really awesome, and they even got Studio Trigger to do like the opening animation and some of the trailer animation. So like in in conjunction with, I think it's uh, um, another studio, Titmouse Inc. 
which is like if you don't know who Titmouse is, they do a lot of the, they did a lot of uh, opening sequences for uh, Avatar, Megas XLR. They did Metalocalypse, Attack of the Show, Super Jail, uh, Venture Brothers. They did a bunch of Adult Swim stuff. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Indivisible looks hype. If you haven't heard about it, look it up. Uh, Pokemon and Sword and Shield Galarian. The, they revealed new Galarian versions of Pokemon. Apparently, Weezing got a Galarian version, and it looks like a... It's supposed to be like... Okay, so it's like a gray Weezing with foggy mustaches and then a big like top hat. But a lot of people right away were just like, it looks like a bong. <laughs> so, of course, a lot of artwork came out and was like people smoking a huge bong. And then there's they revealed the new villainous team, which is called they're called Team Yell, and they look like a bunch of uh, punk rockers with like vests and 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 chain chokers and chain brace uh, spike bracelets and spike chokers and shit, mohawks. It looks pretty dope. Um, I don't know. They kind of look lame. They look cool, but like they seem lame. I don't know. Like my favorite villainous team is Team galactic i think team galactic or team rocket are my favorite uh for sure and also i mean team plasma is pretty cool too because gets this is cool but anyway yeah there was even like a new zigzagoon a galarian zigzagoon and they kind of modeled him after gene simmons kind of and he like tweeted it and he was like oh well that's pretty cool <laughs> i'm a pokemon uh but yeah uh also revealed that evo Arc System Works revealed that after the after Blaze with Cross Tag Battle, they got they came on stage and revealed a new Guilty Gear teaser. Um, it aims to be a brand new experience for fighting games. If you have not seen this teaser, it is fucking dope. If you're a Guilty Gear fan, you need to go watch it. It shows it shows Soul and Kai's swords, like in the middle of a desert, and they go up to him and grab him and they start fighting. And it zooms out and it shows them in new outfits, and it just looks friggin' badass, dude. It's so awesome. Super sick. Um, final gain-up lineup trailers for the TurboGrafx-16 PC Engine mini console was released. So, uh, Dragon Spirit, Galaga 88, Genji and the Heike Clans, Legend of Valkyrie, Man, Ninja Spirit, JJ and Jeff, Space Harrier, Military Madness, Chu Man Fu, New Adventure Island, Air Zong, Lord of Thunder, Bomberman 93, The Kung Fu, Fantasy Zone, Wise 1 and 2, Akamajo Dracula X Chino Rondo, which is which is Dracula X Rondo of Blood or Castlevania Rondo of Blood. Uh Bomberman ninety four. Bunch of great games. Um the European version of the console features the same lineup as the American. The Japanese version will not have Salamander and will instead have Tokimeki Memorial. Uh yeah, it's like the Sega Mini or Nintendo Mini. It's supposed to come out um all at the same time. Europe and America and Japan will get it all on March nineteenth, twenty twenty. I'm kind of I kind of want this. I'm not gonna lie to you. I I kind of want to cop this. Um. Also, the, I I think I I talked about this a while ago, but they also announced the Neo Geo Mini, which if you've never you know played a Neo Geo, they're awesome. SNK basically had their own console at one point, and it was like an arcade style console, and you could play their arcade games basically on this home console, and it had like Fatal Fury, King of Fighters, all those games, Art of Fighting, Metal Slug. Um, Neo Geo is a great system, Samurai Showdown. And they, they talked about the Neo Geo Mini, and then they teased this thing called the next-gen Neo Geo hardware, and it's supposed to link with your Neo Geo Mini. I have no idea what it what that means. They didn't really say much else. But, uh, yeah, the Neo Geo Mini is actually going to have 40 games from the original uh, system, and it's going to be pretty cool. It, it basically looks like this little mini arcade and uh you can just set it up um but yeah it's got a it's gonna have king of fighters 94 95 96 97 98 99 2000 2001 2002 2003 samurai showdown 2 4 and 5 special fatal fury real bout fatal fury metals all the metal slugs basically last blade last blade 2 mutation nation which is a great game twinkle star sprites also a great game uh dude burning fight that's a sweet game aggressors of dark combat these are all sweet games. You should cop. You should really cop. Um, I'm excited for some new movies, though. How about you? Adam's Family trailer just dropped. I am a big fan of Adam's Family, so I'm into that. <laughs> I just I love the Adam's Family. 
Um, they also released a new trailer for the second season of DC Titans, and they they teased Deathstroke at the end of it very quickly. Holy crap, man. That looks super cool. And uh, also the new trailer for Katie Keene, which is the spinoff of Riverdale. So if you've never seen Riverdale, I've heard it's really good if you're into, like, Archie comics and stuff. Um, over at Disney, they're talking about Deadpool, and they're talking about weighing in, um, actively weighing merging the R-rated heroes into the MCU. So the X-Men and Deadpool, they have been talking about how they're going to integrate it somehow into the MCU if they're going to. The MCU right now is really huge, and we don't know what's going on with uh, the Fox entities right now, but hopefully they'll get that figured out soon, and uh, we'll figure that out. Uh, Lady and the Tramp reveals Cass. Uh, yeah, they're making a live action of this one. I'm not even going to say that much more, but, like, I, man, I don't know, man. I, 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 got, I got opinions about this. You know, I, I'm very all over the place with this because on one on one hand i love disney films and i love getting i I, i'm i'm a sucker for nostalgia so that's how they get me but i can admit that you know but on the other hand i know they're just cash grabs and it's disney so it's like uh. um but yeah speaking of disney uh, somebody took deep fake technology if you've never heard of deep fake video imaging or deep fake animation um it's actually a very scary thing on one hand, on the other hand, I've seen a lot of people use it to um, do certain cool things with like redoing mo- popular movie scenes and things like that. Somebody took the Lion King trailer, the new one that just came out, and re- remade it with deepfake animation, so the characters look more like their animated counterparts, but with like the real CG fur and everything like that. It was pretty cool. Uh, Infinity Saga box set could figure feature could feature a ton of new footage, Kevin Fage says. Uh, the Infinity Saga box set is basically Marvel Cinematic Universe's Phase One through Three. So you're gonna get everything from Iron Man One all the way to the last of Phase Three, which is technically Spider Man Far From Home, right after Endgame. So that's pretty cool. Um, th- what's coming up in the future for like? And they don't even know if they're going to call it Phase 4 or whatever. I think they said they were going to, and it's going to be just called, like, I don't know what they're going to call this saga because, obviously, they're trying to do a whole nother slew of phases and stuff. I honestly don't know how they're going to keep up with it, to be honest with you. But Black Widow, The Eternals, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, which is awesome. I love Shang-Chi. If you've never heard of Shang-Chi, then you are behind and you need to get up read up on Shang-Chi, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, and Thor Love and Thunder, where they said that Natalie Portman was going to reprise her role as Jane and possibly take the hammer from Thor, which is dope, which is super sick. And it's going to be directed by Taika Waititi again, who did Ragnarok. Ragnarok is fucking amazing. If you've never seen Ragnarok, you should. It's really good. So, dude, there you go. That's that's all my non-anime news. I got some. I got a kind of a big piece at the end. That's kind of non-anime. Like, that's, I mean, but we'll get to that when we get to that. Um, but yeah, let's get into the anime news. But first, let's take a quick break. Boom, check that out for me, okay? And always, links.animesummit.net. You can go and find everything right there. Uh, Discord, YouTube. Um, you know what? And uh, Let me just say something really quick. The YouTube, the reason it's there is because a lot of people use YouTube. Um, they just do. It's, you know, I, I, I'd encourage you to listen to our podcast, like, on podcasts, like, apps and stuff. I know before I kind of encourage people to use YouTube, but we we just put it there because it's it's that's easier for some people. You know, there are people who who pay for YouTube Premium and they they purely use that app for podcasts and music and everything like that, which is like that's that's cool. Like you know, that's all you. You know, everything's right there. That's fine. Um, but you know, it, that's totally up to you. Like it doesn't matter. Um, th- what I try to encourage people more so is to go to YouTube.com/slash Anime Summit Extra which is our extra channel because that was our 
that's like our outlet to do extra shit. And I know we haven't like uploaded there very often, but like that's like our that's like our outlet to do extra shit that you know you don't normally see us talking about or doing on the uh, the regular podcast. So, but uh, yeah, go subscribe to both of those if you could, okay? Um, and also Patreon.com/slash Anime Summit. Our current patrons, if you watch. If, if for those of you who do listen to our podcast on YouTube, you will see that the YouTube card that I put with the audio uh, on our on the episodes uploaded every Saturday, um, the patrons are listed there. Um, I'm currently trying to find other ways to to add patrons to make them more visible in our community and stuff. I'm currently trying to figure out the Patreon bot for Discord, so then anyone who's a Discord user and a patron will be highlighted in our discord as well so um you'll have your own patron you'll have a patron role you know so there you go so thank you thank you to our patrons uh we're currently working on other tiers and goals and things for patrons to participate in so for those and and honestly you know you guys are just being supportive in the first place like when we didn't even have we don't even have any tiers right now and you guys are just still like donating or not donating but you know being patrons and that's really awesome. Uh, I want to continue to give you guys as much content as possible, as more content as I can. And there's a millions of other things that I have to thank so many of you guys for. But one thing I got to point out, and I, I'm not going to share it right now, but somebody did a song for us. <laughs> like they, 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 <laughs> they took a beat on YouTube. I think they they said they found it or I don't SoundCloud maybe. And a free beat, and they made a rap song about me, Nick, and Danny. I'm not gonna say who it is yet because I don't want to. You know, some people were part of that conversation on Discord, but I want to. I want to play it for you guys when on a, like a regular podcast app, like episode. So then me and Danny and Nick can all like maybe we'll do it on the Return to Danny episode, Return of Danny. Speaking of Danny, though. So, yeah, actually, I'll wait till we get to that episode to share it with you. But I can't wait to share it with you is what I'm saying. Speaking of Danny, though, freaking Danny passed her exam. She's a boss. That's my girl right there. That's my sister. She's a fucking beast. She's the fucking homie right now. She fucking passed her exam. She's done with school. She's been doing nothing but watching anime. She even when she's been hanging out with friends, she's been watching anime. She's like trying to catch up. She's excited to ter- return for the podcast. Um, so this next episode, she's not going to be on, but she will return after that, and we are going to do a catching up with Danny episode. So I just want to tell you guys that right now, for those of you who missed Danny, I think we've all missed her. I've definitely missed her a lot. Uh, but yeah, so there you go. There's there's the update. There's the links. Go all there, sponsors. Blah blah blah. Okay, Sherry's berries. All right, here we go. Uh, Millennium Actress is going to be in theaters, though, dude. Fucking August 13th uh, for subtitles and August 19th for the dub. If you go to fathomevents.com, you can find it. I should really see if um, Fathom Events will sponsor us because I always mention their shit when it comes to anime. Um, They dropped a new trailer today for Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0. Uh, they called it a 2.5 teaser is what they called it. It's like a 30-second thing. It's not even that long, but still so much hype for it. Like, oh, my God. And they released a new uh, poster. The film will open in theaters in Japan in June 2020. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Been waiting way too long for this. The last one came out in 2012. <laughs> like eight years later oh my god um here's some more upcoming anime hype tokunana tv anime reveals video more cast october 6th premiere um i don't know this anime looks really fucking cool um set in a different tokyo on a different world than ours the story follows tokunana a unit of assembled misfits and the metropolitan police department tokunana battles against nine an organization committing crimes in their zealous worship of the dragons that once roamed the world uh, th- this fucking show looks sick though. Like it looks, the animation looks really good. The art style, it looks really cool. Let's check that out. Tokunana, uh, Osamu Tezuka's Rainbow Parakeet gets new manga remake. 
this year's September edition of Akita Shonen's Monthly Shonen Champion magazine revealed on Tuesday that Chika Nakatani is launching a remake of Osamu Tezuka's Rainbow Parakeet. Ooh, man. We start remaking Tezuka's stuff. Oh, man. Hey, Dororo was cool, though. Fucking Dororo, dude. Rainbow Parakeet is a criminal action manga featuring a genius actor whose specialty is mimicry. But he is also a thief. He accepts any role as a mimic and performs it very well on the condition that the theater and the company overlook his stealing from the audience. A woman detective, Mariko Senri, follows him around in an attempt to arrest him, although she loves him. Then Tomasaburo, a dog capable of performing a rainbow parakeet himself, joins the company. Yeah, that's the <laughs> that's the premise. I've never read it. I don't know much about it. But, yeah. So more upcoming hype. Beastars anime reveals more cast members. Dude, Beastars, I talked about this a little bit ago. It's just a bunch of Animal Face Johnsons. Like, legit Animal Face Johnsons. They're anthropomorphic animals. So just like... Like Animal Crossing animals, you know what I mean? Like, they're animals that stand up on two feet. It's not like a cat girl or a cat boy or a dog boy or a dog man or anything like that. It's, like, they're legit. Like, Agaretsuko, actually. But, yeah, there's, like, a bunny who's, like, black and white, half black and half white, like, down the middle, you know, like Monokuma from Danganronpa. There's this fucking muscly panda face Johnson, deer face Johnson, wolf face Johnson, zebra face Johnson. The two main characters are Regoshi, who's a wolf, and Haru, who's a bunny. Um, the anime will air on Fuji TV's Ultra Block. The manga takes place in a world where carnivores and herbivores, and there's a lot of hope, love, and anxiety. Regoshi is a wolf who is a member of the Cherryton Academy's drama club, and even though he's a wolf, he's very sensitive, and the manga follows the adolescent life of Regoshi and many other animals. Yeah, dude, super, super cute. Just a bunch of animal face Johnsons all over. Uh, Dr. Stone releases DIY science experiments book. It's pretty cool. I don't even know if you can buy this anywhere in America, but I'm sure it's one of those, like, on the picture of the front, it's got, like, a chibi Dr. Stone writing on top of a picture, an IRL photo of, like, a water, like, they edited him on a water bottle rocket thing. So I'm sure it's, like, those at-home experiments that you can do with your kids and stuff. But, like, it's just really cool. It's, like, if you're into Dr. Stone, you could you could buy that and have it as, like, merch or whatever. Um, Bandai Spirits opens new Gunpla factory in 2020 due to anticipated increased demand. Ooh, that means Gunpla's coming back. Dude, I remember when Gunpla was super popular when I was younger. They used to have Gunpla at, like, Target and Walmart and Toys R Us and Kmart. Like, you could walk into any of those just, like, regular department stores and in the toy aisle, there was a whole section for Gunpla next to the car models. It was really cool. And now you can't really find all kinds of crazy models like that unless you go to, like, a Michael's or a Joanne Fabrics craft store, Michael's craft store, or a Hobby store or whatever. You know what I mean? So, And even then, some of them don't even carry Gunpla. So that's really cool. I hope we get more Gunpla, yo. That's going to be sick. Uh, Agaretsuko anime gets third season on Netflix. Booyah! I love Agaretsuko. My favorite red panda. She's fucking awesome. If you've never watched or heard of Agaretsuko, you need to get on Netflix or get a Netflix subscription or steal a person's Netflix login and watch that shit. It's fucking amazing. The Promised Neverland manga enters climax of final arc. This year's combined 36th and 37th issues of Shuisha's weekly Shonen Jump magazine teased on Monday that Kaiyu Shirai in Pozoku Dimitsu's The Promised Neverland manga has entered the climax of the final arc. Ooh, boy. That's crazy. Apparently, that's like makes it 15 volumes long. So that's pretty good. Toonami began airing the anime on April 13th, and the second season of the anime will premiere in 2020. Yeah, Danny just caught up with it. I think she just finished it today, actually. She was watching it, and she was like, butt-clenched the anime, which is what Trevor calls it. <laughs> Shout-out to Young Trey. Uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus Games' fifth promo video reveals February 6th release in Japan. If you're a fan of Grand Blue Fantasy, I would highly recommend looking up the teaser trailer to this game, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, which is done by Xseed Games. Uh, they've done other fighting games before. Um, but, yeah, and also Arc System Works. Um is the people working on it. Arc System, they do Guilty Gear, Blaze Blue, Blaze Blue Cross Tag, Dragon Ball Fighters. Uh, check it out, dude. Seriously. It, it looks pretty cool. I'm not a Grand Blue Fantasy fan. I don't even know that much about Grand Blue Fantasy, but it looks fucking dope. It looks super sick. Uh, New Sorcerer Stabber Orphan reveals second anime promo. If you've never heard of Orphan, it is a classic 
classic anime. It came it originally came out as I think they were novels. They were light novels. They came out in 98, 99, 98. And in 1990-2000, they made an anime, and it was produced by ADV, ADV Films here in North America. And ADV Manga published the novel, the novel's manga adaptation. Um, it, it's it's really cool. Like it's a really cool show. It's got a lot of um, uh, cool stories about this guy named uh, Orphan. Orphan is a sorcerer dropout from the prestigious Tower of Fangs. His journey to to save Azalee, a girl he looked to looked who looked up to like a sister, has brought him to the bustling city of Todokanta, where they are reunited for the first time in five years. But what is the truth behind her monstrous transformation, and just what secrets lurk behind the sword of Baldanders? Dude, it's crazy. It, like the whole thing between him and Azalee, and like, and I don't know how faithful the original was to like the manga and the novels, but I'm sure this new one is going to be way more um faithful to the to to it if 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 not before uh val x love anime reveals more cast and theme song artists this anime looks pretty cool the character design looks pretty cool i think i mentioned this in the last one didn't i yeah i gotta see the world high schooler yeah they revealed more uh cast and basically all it was was a dog the dog face and some other cute characters you guys should look at this for, for real though type in val x love on like mal or anime news network and look at these character designs i fucking love these character designs dude you seriously have to look at these it looks super sick and maybe the anime is not gonna be that good but you never know a uh, new teaser for the shirbako anime film came out and it's gonna come on spring 2020 i already mentioned this a couple weeks ago so but either way i don't really care about shirbako that much i know everybody fucking loves it but <laughs> like it's not that hype to me. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't know. Don't yell at me, okay? Fuck you. Anyway, Cardfight Vanguard EX Games video. Uh, new trailer for the the new Vanguard EX game. It's going to come out for PS4 and Switch in September. This is a good way. If you guys ever want to learn to play Vanguard, this is a good way to play it. It looks, it looks like your standard, regular, you know, video game, video game adaptation of a card game. But it looks like it plays really quick, plays really well. And I've played Vanguard competitively for a little under a year, not that long. Um, or maybe maybe it was almost a little over a year. I don't know. But um, I, I, I love that game. It's a pretty cool card game. Uh, a lot of luck involved a little bit. But it, it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool game. The anime is actually pretty sick too. But it's I would say it's like Yu-Gi-Oh! But even cheesier than Yu-Gi-Oh! And the main character's name is Aichi Sendo. And I always call them itchy sandals because it's funny. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> uh, museum holds free Kyoto Animation poster exhibition. The Museum of Kyoto is holding a free poster exhibition of works by Kyoto Animation in response to the de- devastating arson on July 18th. Uh, dude, it's really cool. Like You walk into the, the, the museum and they put all these posters from all their really good shows up all over the museum. Just like they're on, they're on the third floor and in its annex and there's even some of the entrance. Hibiki, Phonium, Tamaka Market, Listen the Bluebird, all kinds of cool stuff. I think these are some of the also the same. Some of these images are also the same ones that you could buy digitally as well, um, which is pretty cool. So shout out to the Kyoto Museum. Uh, Emma, a Victorian romance anime gets English dub, cast Claire Curtis Ward as Grace. Uh, I, you know, it was really, the, the style of this, this manga, even this anime looks a little... A little weird, but the the guy who's directing it directed Aria, his and her circumstances, comic party, boogie pop phantom, uh, Joe uh, Digiorgi or Digiorgi. Uh, right stuff ran a successful Kickstarter campaign to create an English dub HD production of the anime, and it met its stretch goal for an English dub for the second season. And that campaign ran from September to October last year. Uh, Emma, a Victorian romance, adapts Kaoru Mori's Emma manga. The first 12 episodes of the season debuted in 2005, while the 12 episodes of the second season debuted in 2007. And Nozomi Entertainment released both seasons on DVD in 2008. So yeah, it's getting a dub. Uh, in 19th century London, class lines are sharply drawn, and the social standing to which people are born dictates the path their lives will follow. Emma, an honest and hardworking young maid, never felt her place in life to be a burden. But then she met William, a member of the gentry and the eldest son of the wealthy family. His warm smile and earnest affection threatened to capture her heart, but can love truly conquer all? <gasps> dun dun! 
I don't know. It looks really cool. I like the style. The style of this anime almost looks kind of old schoolish in a way. Um, but yeah, dude, uh, Clara Curtis Ward. I don't know what else she's done, but uh, British voice actress Eileen Montgomery plays Emma, and then Ted Lewis is William, Jessica Cavello is Eleanor, Wayne Grayson is William's father, and Martin Bellini is Al. Erica Schroeder is Kelly Stonar. Yeah. I, I don't know who Claire Curtis Ward is, so I don't know a lot of voice actor names. <laughs> so, like, I should probably hop on that. Crunchyroll Expo hosts world premiere of Black Fox anime film. Man, I f- swear to God, I've seen the trailer for this anime for years now, and I'm just waiting for it to come out. But if they're premiering it now, then that means it's obviously fucking done. But, yeah, I'm excited to watch this. It looks super, super, super sick, and then it's going to be hype. Uh, if you've never heard of Black Fox, watch the trailer for it. It looks super sick. It's like on some ninja shit. It's supposed to be a movie. Fucking dope. Uh, Atelier Ryza, Ever Darkness and the Secret Hideout game trailer. If you're a fan of the Atelier series, this game looks fucking dope. It's coming out for PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, and PC via Steam in North America on October 29th. And there's going to be a limited edition version for PS4 and Switch. Both going to be marked at $100. Actually, Arise of Darkness and the Secret Hideout begins an all-new storyline arc in Gus Studios' fan-favorite Atelier series, the beautiful role-playing game that follows the exploits of teenage tomboy Riza, who dreams of escaping her mundane village lifestyle alongside her band of mischievous friends. Yeah, dude, it's fucking cool. This game looks like it's going to be a really sweet entry in the Atelier series. If you've never played any of those games, they are sweet. They are super dope. Uh, Null... And Peta, Null and Peta, 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 anime reveals promo video staff cast in October premiere. Uh, Shinai Animation Studios, it's going to be, I think it's an original anime. Yeah, an original project. Uh, it doesn't really say what it's about here. Oh, you know what? Because this is uh, the Tokyo Toon Shinai Animation multimedia project. So it's going to be, a, there's going to be a planned anime in a game uh it's about these two sisters and it's like a slapstick comedy stuff and they're they're both geniuses and they enter this elementary school made for geniuses yeah it's a multimedia project so it's got an anime and a game coming out and i think they also said a mobile game as well so yeah there you go uh jump force games video premieres majin Buu for new dlc and you know they have like that real life texture on them you know in jump force and majin Buu looks fucking weird uh, I'm just going to say it right now. You look weird, bro. I'm just going to stick to Dragon Ball Fighters. No, thank you. <laughs> look, if you're going to make a jump, like a jump fighting game, you should do it in the style of Dragon Ball Fighters. I would buy the shit out of it. Oh, my fun God. Star Ocean and Anamnesis smartphone game reveals English version shuts down in November. Oh, okay. Wait a second. Screen Enix launched the game in Japan in December 2016. And it's a battle action game. Oh, so they're shutting down. Okay, so if you guys haven't, if you guys were playing this, uh, it's shutting down. The official English Twitter account for Square Enix is Starshin Amnesis. Smartphone game announced on Tuesday that the game's English version will end service on November 5th. And in app purchases have already been disabled. Oh, that sucks. I never even heard of this. I didn't even know there was a mobile Star Ocean game. Everyone's always playing like Grand Blue Fantasy or other things. This seems like weird news. Sorry. I didn't mean to include that, I guess, but <laughs> I thought it was a new thing. That's why I clicked on it. So, excuse me. Kimono Michi Wrestling Isekai Anime Promo Video Reveals Animation. Oh, man. All I'm seeing is this guy doing a German suplex on this poor poor anime waifu in a white dress. <laughs> but, like, it's like a wrestling isekai. I don't even fucking know. The manga follows masked wrestler Genzo Shibata, who likes all kinds of animals and creatures. One day, he is summoned to another world where a princess asks him to help kill magical beasts, but he gets mad and puts her in a German suplex instead, and he begins life as a pet shop owner in the other world. This might be an isekai that I, I would like to watch. Just, like, him fighting a... It's like this guy wrestling a bunch of animal face Johnsons, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm hyped for that. I'm hyped. I'm hyped. Let's go. Uh, didn't I say to make my abilities average in the next life? Anime cast Watsuru Hatano and Hiyori Kono. Uh, this looks like another Isekai thing or something. When she turns 10 years old, Adele von Aschem is hit with a horrible headache and memories of her previous life as an 18-year-old Japanese girl named 
Kurihara Masato. That life changed abruptly, however, when Misato died trying to aid a little girl and met God. During that meeting, she made an odd request and asked for average abilities in her next life. But few things, especially her wishes, ever go quite as planned. Okay. So it's like a, it is like an isekai then. She wakes up as a, as a freaking little silver-haired princess warrior person. Uh, but the, the art style looks like, is this the same people who do New Game? The art style looks like the people who did the the character design for New Game. It does look super cute. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Millie, sla- a.k.a. Masato, uh, looks really cute, like, honestly. That might be kind of cute. I might watch that. We'll see. Fifth Tenshi Muyo Ryo Oki OVA season reveals more cast and staff. You know what, dude? Let me have a, Let me give you a quick rant of Tenshi Muyo right now. You came out with Tenshi Universe. Tenshi Muyo. No Need for Tenchi, Tenchi Muyo, and Tenchi Universe. Like, those were fucking crazy. Like, those were, those shows were fucking cool. Like, there was, like, some, and then there was the movie. Like, the the final battle was hype. It was crazy. Like, there was actually galactic shit going on, you know. And then you came out with Tenchi in Tokyo, and that was, like, a weird thing or something. I don't know. GPX police after that. I don't know, man. You guys aren't doing very good. I don't know. It just looks, like, it's not... I don't know. I guess there's still a loyal fan base, obviously en- enough to keep making these OVAs. But I was really into like the original ones. Call me an elitist, I guess. <laughs> uh, Hokago Psychoro Club anime reveals opening song, new cast, October second debut. This was the fucking uh, board game club one that I was really hyped for, um, and they revealed more information, and it's supposed to be coming this fall, I believe. But the manga centers on Aya, who moves and starts to attend an all-girls high school in Kyoto. Her first friend is her reserve classmate, Miki, after school one day. The committee chairwoman, Mandori, takes them both to an analog game specialty shop called Psychoro Club, or Dice Club. There, they start playing a German board game without thinking. Thus begins Aya and Miki's search for fun through the world of analog games, or board games, whatever. Yeah, dude, it looks really cool. It's like they go to like this local game store and they play games and shit. Like, that's super sick. Um, music artist Billie Eilish's new merch appears to use traced Love Life fan art. This is bad. <laughs> it's really bad. Um, if you just look up Billie Eilish Love Life merch or something, you can find it. But it seems that a lot of these alternative artists and like alternative fashion influencer people like to use anime as like their thing. But a nice handful of them are taking already made th- like covers from manga, or official art from other anime, and just slap recoloring it and slapping it on merch. I don't honestly think. I think honestly, if Billy knew that that this was stolen, she wouldn't have done it, or she wouldn't have given the okay for it. I'm sure that the designer just went and fucking did it like the person who's working on her new line right now, I'm sure the designer went and fucking just did it and showed it to her. And it was like, dude, check this out. And she was like, oh, that's fucking sick. You know what I mean? Not knowing where it originally came from. But fans have linked Eilish's product images on uh, Kurokawa's Twitter account to ensure that they are aware of the issue. Um, Apparently, uh, people tried to reach out to Billie Eilish's merch team for an interview and question for an interview, and they were not responding um but a web store appears to use trace artwork of love life fan art the merch was created as a collaboration with los angeles fashion brand siberia hills eilish's team unveiled the merch on august 7th and internet users were quick to point out the similarities between it and artist makoto kurakawa uh artwork from love life so yeah you guys <laughs> like it, it's really funny because i graduated being a graphic designer, coming into the world of graphic design, being very careful, knowing what I was doing, knowing what I was designing, and things like that. And people still do this, and it's really... Siberia Hills, I don't fucking know who you guys are. Obviously, you guys are some kind of successful, somewhat successful company if you're working with Billie Eilish. But at the same time, the fact that you're getting away with that shit, and a lot of us other graphic designers are like doing our freelance shit and our own shit and we're doing honest work and you're up there do pulling that shit like you are fuck you guys you guys are full of shit and fucking billy like she probably didn't even know 
if she knew, she probably would have told you to fuck off, like legit. Like I don't know, I I that doesn't seem like her. If it is, then that sucks. Like that's really shitty. That's really scummy. Um. Anyway, here's my big piece at the end. Um. Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo to require games to disclose loot box odds to players. Uh, the the Senate bill passed uh, during a panel at the workshop hosted by Federal Trade Commission, the Entertainment Software Association ESA group that represents gaming-based interests and hosts the annual E3 show in Los Angeles, has stated that Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo have committed to new policies that will require game developers to disclose odds in paid loot boxes. Okay. I don't really know the whole... I, my opinion doesn't really matter here. I'm going to be honest with you because I don't play enough mainstream games to know what that's like. The only one I play that requires or that has loot boxes is, um, is overwatch. And I've never spent real money on it. I've always just used, you get a loot box every time you level up. So I never, I've never had to, you know, I played often enough where I was getting at least one loot box for every session of Overwatch I played. You know what I mean? So I I never felt the need to buy one, you know? So it's just kind of, I don't know. On the other hand, the when I've played mobile games that were, like, gotcha-based, you know, where you where you drew for medals and shit or, or cards or whatever it was, I know for Kingdom Hearts, the Kingdom Hearts mobile game, they, it tells you, from the beginning or there might have been a couple times where they didn't but for for the most part it, it, it actually no they always have it, it it always says um that you're guaranteed a five star medal or five five star medals six you know what i mean first for example like and they they say that you're always guaranteed of this medal or something you know what i mean it always told you what kind of rarity you were going to get by pulling on that pull. You know what I mean? So it's just really crazy to me. Um, I, I don't know. I, I really don't have an opinion. I, I, I just kind of want to, I want to, I guess I'm bringing it up because I want to know your opinion, what you think. I know watching some of the C-SPAN footage of them talking about it, the people who were the lady there was a lady i forgot if she was a con she's not a congresswoman she was she was a politician though but she was kind of like it's gambling they're they're not loot boxes they're surprise mechanics and it was like okay lady sit down you don't know what you're talking about <laughs> but um on the other hand i guess in terms of i can tell you my experience with with card games um with when i bought boxes of weishwarts or boxes of pokemon cards whatever card game I played, the rarity, they always disclose the, they would always disclose with you the rarity breakdown. So every box of, of Vanguard, you got, you at least got, um, two triple rares out of it. You, you were guaranteed two triple rares. You were guaranteed five double rares and the rest of them were rares out of all 20 packs or 15 packs, whatever it is. So, and, and one of those double rares or triple rares could be an SP, which is like a special hollow version, a different hollow version of the card. Same thing with Y Schwartz. I think Y Schwartz, you were, you always get two triple rares, five double rares, and the rest are rares. And then those, those double, those double rares could be triple rares. And then those triple rares could be SP, which is special parallel, special hollow, whatever. They always broke it down for you. They always told you you have a chance of getting. We're not. We can't obviously tell you which card is going to be in the box, but you know, you're. This is the breakdown of ratios. This is the the ratios of what rares and double rares of how many rares and double rares you're going to get and stuff. So it it disclosed your odds. You always knew you were going to pull, you know, uh a rare double rare, you know, how many rares, how many double rares and how many packs were in it. You know what I mean? So I guess with that being said, I, I, I really don't know how you would equate that to games, you know, especially with the way overwatch works. It's like, okay, you're not, this loot box could contain any of these things or whatever, this kind of thing. 
when you got like sound bites, you got sound voice clips, emotes, uh, highlight intros, skins, and whatever. You know, I mean, it, uh, and honestly, this this is happening because parents were bitching about their kids spending their fucking money on this shit, and parents not understanding how gaming is. And you know what? Fuck DLC. Okay, I get. I I'm I'm with that, but like, also you should be monitoring like. Shouldn't you monitor like if your kid makes a purchase on, on on the on the Xbox or the Because here's the thing about the new consoles nowadays. Okay, even your 3DS fucking has it. You can go on your 3DS or PS4, any new console you fucking have, even your fucking iPad or phone, and purchase. You purchase stuff. You know there there there. You hear many stories about moms giving their phone to their kids so they can get distracted with like angry birds or something and they accidentally purchase like 50 million bajillion things and it's like you you gotta (laughs) you gotta i'm not telling parents how to parent because i'm not a parent don't get me wrong like i'm not a parent i'm not i can't can't tell you how to parent but there's gotta be if that stuff keeps happening then then the government's the government's gonna be more up our butt about video games and they don't need to be is all i'm saying and we just got to find a way to to have some kind of parental lock on video games or something to keep their kids from like accidentally buying stuff you know things like that like i it'd be cool if and actually i think ps4s and switches and everything has that now and i think there just needs to be more education on that there needs to be more education on password purchases when before i make a purchase on my ipad even if it's a free game it makes me put in my ipad password and it makes me put in my email password my itunes account password you know what i mean so th- there's got to be more education on that on the ps4 and on, on all, all your consoles and everything like that so your kids not accidentally like purchasing stuff like that you know cuz overwatch loot boxes can be purchased with real money also but you know i don't know i don't know what's your opinion tell me if i'm wrong i might be stupid you know what i mean like i i'm i might be uneducated as hell but let me know what you think okay come at me come at me on discord go to discord.com slash anime summit i think that's what you can go to and you can find it or you can just go to our twitter bio instagram bio youtube descriptions they all have our discord link there okay so go there check it out check me out once you hear this newscast come at me okay um anyways thank you guys again for listening to the newscast i love doing the newscast every week it's fucking awesome so thank you for listening